What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Brand and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Chris, joined as always by my co-host, Peast, and we have a really, really great episode for everyone out there today. We're joined by the co-founder and CEO of Circle It and Digital Will, Art Shake. Art, how are you doing today? And thank you so much for joining us. I'm doing good, Chris, Chris and Pace. Uh, nice to meet you. 100%. So can you give the audience a brief intro of what Circle It and Digital Will does, the size and stage that you guys are at, and just really the origin story of how this, how just everything got started? So I can start one at a time, otherwise I'll confuse people. Uh, Circle It <laughs> is my, was my first first child that I imagined in 2016 after my dad passing. So the way it, this happened for me is back in 2012, before he passed away, he had sent me a, a letter where he asked me to do things for him long after he's gone. So things like delivering flowers to mom or a, a birthday card to my nephew, a birthday card to my niece and, and flowers on her wedding. So these are all the things my father had chosen me as a son to do for him after he was gone. So in 2016, that's when I started Circulate. So the mission of Circulate is to help you be there for your loved ones where you can yourself create any message, any gifts, anything that you want to deliver on a feature date or a milestone that may happen in the future, like in Back to the Future where it says Marty to deliver that message at certain day. So that that is what this technology does and brings a lot of joy to people that are terminally ill, cancer patients, Alzheimer patients, and practically I have 6 million plus users in 175 countries in just a year and a half or two. What uh, what size and stages uh, circle it? Circle it, it's, it's a... a from a size like employees standpoint. Yes. Yeah, we, we, we have about 12 uh, employees that on circulate side that work full time, making sure that everything is working. So we're a very small team. We are early on in our stages. First couple of years of companies are the early stages. Once you get out of those, you become a real company after that. Absolutely. So that's the first side of the business, which is circulate. While we were building Circulate, what we realized is that our customers want us to help solve even bigger problem for them. So one of the things that they, what we had learned from our customers and all is that 70% of people in America do not have a will. There is so many celebrities. If you just Google that celebrities that died without will, you will see so many names of like Michael Jackson, Prince. These people have attorneys, lawyers, everyone, but Somehow they never got around to it. So what we have understood is that people have a, have, have a challenge to think about their own mortality. And this is one of the things that they postpone as much as they can. And then when they are gone, loved one have to put all those pieces together. And digital will says you in your life should create your digital will. You should update your digital will. You should have your executors get notified so that when that day happens, that the families Will, will will have a peace of mind. At least they'll be able to take care of things that you wanted them to do versus trying to patch all this together. Where, what was his bank account? Where is his money at? And all of those things that we may face when we pass away. So, I mean, do you mind telling our audience what you told us, you know, prior to our recording, how you guys, you know, share the same team, Digital Will and Circle It? You know, what, where was your mind at when you, you know, made that decision? Um... It, it, it was not easy, I'll tell you this, though. When I started building Circulate, okay, I had investors who had given me millions of dollars to continue building it, okay? So it started in 2020. First, I had put 
my own couple of million dollars behind circulated building it. Then my friends and family came in and gave me money. And then I had some uh, high net worth investors and families that in Chicagoland area supported me and they put in 5.1 million. So altogether, circulate raised uh, seven and a half or so million dollars to continue building that technology. But when I started one, uh, building digital well, my challenge was that I didn't have enough money to build that company because I had raised the money for one side, but I didn't have to raise the money on the other side. So then I had to mortgage my future, borrow a lot of money from my friends and be able to uh, build and launch digital will, which we launched two weeks ago. And I can tell you right now, I have 12, 20,000 plus members on my technology already in 43 countries. Jeez, congrats to that, man. Congrats to that. It's it's like it's a thank you, but it's it's more uh, the joy in this is what we are building is resonating with people, and that's why we see a, a lot of people climbing, running towards our technology. And as we get bigger, I think more and more people will know about us. Perfect. I mean, well, to keep the pod rolling, we'd want to start off right with a little role playing, right? So I'm a candidate in your pipeline, right? Either at Circlet or Digital Will, and I'm considering work for you and your team. Uh-huh. Uh, as a candidate, my question to you is, you know, what's your culture like and how am I empowered working with you and your team? Yeah, we 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 have a very startup culture. So imagine anything outside Midwest. Midwest still work ethic and everything that is there, but it's just their startups have to move at a very fast pace. Okay, so we look for candidates that are passionate, that have done their research, know what they are after, and we try to pick from them. We we pick less than one percent of the candidate that apply. And I'm a startup; I have no. I mean, I can be more flexible, but no, we want to. We know what it takes to survive a startup life, so we we do really good job on initially to say no to a lot of qualified candidates who may not understand why we are saying no at that particular point. Could you could you break down the culture, the day to day culture with your team? Do you guys are you guys fully remote? Are you no, guys hybrid? We are, we we were remote uh, initially before we were funded. We are now a hundred percent in office. We we deal with very important data of our customers. So our our teams and all are all centralized in Chicago River North office, and that's where we operate out of. And the very, very wise, nice. we. We are we operate as a family first, which is a hard word to use in this day of corporate climate, where people will fire employees for a second for to just for shareholders. Then they ask them to. Uh, we, we don't <laughs> yeah. do that. Um, we were faced with a lot of economic hardship, and I'll just explain it. Right, like six months ago, when I was trying to build digital will, and I didn't have money for this side of my business to do. I sold everything I had, my car, my my watches, everything to fund all that and make sure that during the hard economic time last year when the stock market was was really going down, a lot of people weren't putting money into startups. So I did what I had to to save my team at that time. So what that did is my my team saw that it's not just words that I'm I was giving to them about family. I would literally do everything to make sure that we survive and they thrive. But yeah, I absolutely love to hear that. You know, a a leader who genuinely cares about their people. We love to hear that here at the Brandon Beyond Pod. So getting into our next question. In an article, you mentioned how much uh, Sean Sternfeld, um, a colleague at Salesforce of, of yours, 
how much he impacted you as a leader. You said he gave us good directions and trusted his team to execute and do their job to the best of their abilities and gave them the freedom to take risks and try new things. No matter what he had, our back. Today, I lead my entire team the same way. So why is empowering your employees to take risks and try new things important to the health of your organization? This is very timely. Uh, I used to work for a company called Salesforce.com. If you actually turn your CNBC on right now, there will be a Salesforce earning release right now. Okay, what you if you look at Salesforce history in just the last couple of years, today's Mark Benioff, the CEO, is saying we need to be more like a startup, and we forgot doing that. So many years ago, when I was working for working for Sean Sternfeld, who actually was my leader, uh, Sean trusted the team and literally gave them the license to go break everything. And, and But as we need to do the right thing and we need to win, right? Like when you, as a, when you have a leader who can back you up like that, it just gives you so much drive to go and take risk because nothing happens without taking a, a, a risk in life. Simple. Nobody has ever made money without taking some element risk around that. So that is what Sean did. And he supported you internally to get anything done. So I, I'm managing relationship with my clients like Groupon and, and banks in Ohio and all that type of stuff or Tribune and whatnot. And Sean is helping me service those customers by really taking out all the red, red tape behind the organization to deliver success to our customer. So that type of environment is really amazing for in the enterprise salesperson for people that are out there. And unfortunately, that company kind of lost their ways in the last few years where they had to do massive layoff and all that type of stuff. So, Well, well first of all, shout out to Sean and his impact. Um, but just, you know, doubling down on what Chris said, I mean, has there been any methods or strategies that you found effective that Sean introduced you to or maybe you found out on your own? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's really regular coaching. So Sean didn't manage us through a spreadsheet or a dashboard. Okay, when you feel that you can talk to your leader, talk about challenges around enterprise deals, because the deals we worked in was multi-million dollar deals and they don't happen with one or two phone calls. Okay, so having a leader who is realistic, who understands what what's going on and not just, hey, where's the revenue? That 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 alone is is very unheard of in the enterprise SaaS space where everyone looks at a dashboard and says, Where's the revenues? And then they try to put you on a plan and they fire you in three months. That's how the software world works, uh, world works because it's about it's, it's really, really high growth. You can make a lot of money, but the average person lasts two years in, in that type of environment because of the stress. As, as you continue to grow CircleIt and Digital Will, uh, thinking back to the beginning, how is, how is your method of attacking culture and empowering your team evolved in time? Um, uh, it was very easy. Um, I wanted to build a real company where there was literally no red tape. Okay, anyone in the team member can can comment, can give insights, and help company get better. I learned a lot from my former CEO Mark Benioff during his early startup days and how he built that particular company. Empower your team, and you trust your team to deliver. So things I learned from Sean and everyone, I've applied to it, and it's in the end, it is very. I set the goals. I work with my team, I roll up the sleeve, I jump in every every place where they need me to help in, and we we just keep plowing through. It's I mean, I there used to be a coach in Rutgers who used to use this ter term like chopping wood, like that, that's what we are doing every single day. We get up and we keep chopping the wood. 
100%. It's it's so important to just attack every day. Same mentality with that consistency. Keep keep on chopping that wood. Yeah. So getting into our next question. Um, are there any companies or leaders that you you know really admire that do a great job cultivating or creating a culture that really empowers their employees? It's uh, you talked about leaders. Yes, leaders, founders, any companies in general that you just see that wow, they're doing a great job with their right. culture, empowering their employees, et cetera. My role, role model for 20 plus years has been Mark Benioff of Salesforce, okay? Uh, but it just happens to be in the last six months, poor guy has been kicked hard by activist investors, which are making him do undo everything that he built, the family, the culture and everything, because these people now own majority stakes, so they can dictate the terms. But still, my my leader of choice will always be Mark Benioff, the way he built that multi-billion dollar organization against every adversity coming up against big giants like SAP, Microsoft, and all was just unbelievable. And the culture he built about teamwork and team driving each other was unbelievable. The things I'm able to do today because I learned from the startup culture of Salesforce. They work at Salesforce. We worked at a pace like nobody else. Salesforce hires less than, used to hire less than 0.78% of their candidates. Okay. So we were extremely selective. They hired the best of the best of the best players. And we got to work all together and, and help each other and learn from them. So that culture had the most impact on my future entrepreneurship. Can you recall any you know tough moments that you've experienced you know leading leading teams throughout your career that you know that really resonates that really resonates with you right now? Um, you define what what tough means, and I can give you five examples for it, but I can give you one or two good ones. Yeah, I mean, tough in terms of maybe you've received pushback from you know maybe new team members. Maybe you tried a new initiative, you know, to help bring the team together, and they weren't really receptive. I mean, you could take it anywhere you want, but is there any you know particular yeah, I, that really sticks out to you? It's it's like me and my team. I'm 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 one of those lucky ones that the team members that are in our team understands what we are doing and the direction I'm taking this. Right? In our company, we don't really have a product manager even. Okay, and that is a very different thing because I am the CEO is the product manager because the Technology is being built based on the vision I've laid out for the next five years. So everyone knows in this system, we are like New England Patriots with Tom Brady there. Uh, it's, the, it's the system we have in and the team members that come in and we are all working towards one goal. So there is not much challenges around that. What Where the challenges are early on in the years is for startups is to have ample amount of cash to continue building that company. So that is one of the biggest challenge and, uh, and this undercurrent macro environments. Startups aren't really getting funded. I can tell you that. So if you're any, if anyone is an early stage, stage, stage founder, don't give up right now. Okay, this time that is hard will change, and the market will come back to the normal, and and you will get funded. But for right now, the startups that are only getting funded is the startups that have a meaningful business and can generate revenues. So early on, it takes one to two years to generate revenues for startups. They, those are the people that are in trouble right. Have you received any pushback uh, from investors, customers, candidates, maybe even your team members regarding you know, these principles that you speak of? Uh, pushback? Uh, uh, 
No. No. <laughs> uh, no. See, see, the thing is that what we are able to deliver, uh, even in their wildest dreams, they have not seen that. So I'll explain this. Please. My company circulate. I can bring 10 people to my to my website, circulate.com. Out of those 10 people, 40% of them already convert and become my customer. That type of 40% close rate is massive. In digital marketing, if you can actually close 3% of your business, you're considered really good. Absolutely. And, great conversion, man. That's great conversion. Yeah, so it's like when when a technology can sell, get in millions of people's hands, majority apps in the app store, they don't get more than 500 downloads. Okay, so we've been able, we, 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 the reason we don't get pushback because we, we are very passionate. We're not working for the money they are giving us. We have much higher calling over where we see us going. So they, when they look at it and they invest in founders that are bold and those are the people we were selective with to bring in people that weren't really money hungry initially is like, how quickly can you make me money? Is about how quickly you can solve a bigger problem for a world and put millions and billions of people on it. So I have more people with more long-term uh, outlook behind this. So that makes life a lot easier. So as a new founder, be selective whose money you take because when you run into hard times, these people will make you do things you don't want to to sacrifice your core values. Man, I mean, just stemming off that last statement, I mean, can you give any advice to early stage founders in particular, uh, just about culture and finding teams? I mean, you just gave you know a great piece of advice regarding making sure you find you know partners who believe in you guys in the long term. Uh, what can you give to our audience uh, to run away from this podcast regarding just you know everything revolves around culture and team empowerment? Culture and team empowerment, like work, like from a working in a startup environment. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, see, see, start, uh, startup. I this is one thing I'll tell you. I ha I get a lot of candidate. I'm, I'm I'll give you more real life examples, so it's no bullshit in this. Okay, I'm sorry for the uh, B word, but uh, what happens is I get a lot of resume. I get a lot of candidates. Half of the time, I can I can almost eliminate half of the candidate just because they literally do not fit the profile. Uh, I can tell when people apply, they don't even, some of them are not even reading what we're saying in that, okay? Because we see what we see is like, so it's very easy to take that out and then look at the candidates that are really serious and they really actually want to work, work in a startup environment. And we then talk to them more about the startup grind. We actually let them come in, spend time with our team members, see what time and effort does we are working 80 18 hour days right now and that's not in, in this whole mental health world at all i mean when people are working from home half of the time they are on youtube or tiktok and and facebook and all my team is working really hard because again it's it's a very different company if you look at right now what elon musk is doing in changing the culture of twitter okay because they got too fat and too happy when you get millions and billions you don't work hard we're startup and we intend to stay as a startup. And everyone in the team is contributing to this company becoming a billion dollar startup by next year. And yeah, we absolutely love that. It's some real powerful statements right there, Art. We can't get enough of it. So getting into our last question, something we love to do here on Brand and Beyond is ask, what's one question you'd like to ask another founder, operator, someone, anyone really in the tech space related to today's conversation that would be helpful to you as you grow? And bonus points. Is there anyone specific you'd like to ask that question to? Ah, oh, <laughs> uh, tough, tough question in that sense because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm. Remember this: building two companies, so my mind doesn't have that 
time to think through a lot of those things yeah. but but i i i can i can tell you this right like i i would love to talk to people like reed hoffman okay who was one of the founders of linkedin okay uh, a lot that i applied in my how i run the company year to year is based on the book that he wrote it's called blitz scaling and i encourage every founders to read that what it talks about is every year you have to build the team members in your first year may not be there for you for your third year or fourth year okay the team has to continuously transform into every year after year okay and that is how you continuously start building that so i would love to ask a lot more questions to read hoffman around the concept of blitz scaling but obviously he's not taking my phone calls right now hey you know what read hoffman's not taking my phone calls either so i i, I understand the pain there are um but but on the on the surface level i understand everything he's talking about read the book but i there is more realistic questions that i have around that also is like how do you talk about that how do you take somebody who gave everything to you in year 1 and you replace them with somebody in year 4 right like it's just those are the things that is very difficult when you call yourself a family also so those are the things i want to know from yeah 100% hey hopefully read hoffman answers our questions one day um but out of respect for your time uh we would love for you to tell the audience where they could find you where they could find circle it digital well if they have any questions like to talk to you more about what you said on the podcast say where can people find you absolutely if if what our mission resonates you can pull us up in app store or google play both technologies are mobile based first and you can use it circle it is absolutely free private and secure technology you do uh, it's deployed around the world so there is nothing in that we don't show ads we don't sell your data so there's a no brainer on that one uh, on digital will you'll be able to see that in the app store as well and as it just went live a few weeks ago but uh, otherwise digitalwill.com or circleit.com are our websites Well, Art, thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure. You came and dropped some absolute gems today on Brand and Beyond. And for everyone listening, we thank you very much. And until next time, Art, we appreciate it, man. Thank you. I appreciate the audience who will listen to this. And Chris and Peace, thank you so much, my friend. Of course.